Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Just climb down, baby. Per capita export value. Libraries. Are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's, there's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the gonads to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Oh, that's hot. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Ah. Welcome, oh my God, to Canadian politics is boring. That was too hot. The dangers of ASMR. (laughs) <laughs> i am jesse this is reese say hello hi. reese hi hi um are we we're, gonna do this, this is the thing show about, this is the show yeah. that's yeah politics but for people who hate politics that's me that's, i really do oh. i just I, I still i still hate it in fact the more i talk about it the more i fucking hate it so anyway this I've, is, I've made you care about something you hate <laughs> i mean a, like yeah. care about it as in like like you've made me pay attention a few times and then gotten me a little angry about it. You didn't get me angry. The topics got, anyway, this is not, (laughs) I I just want to remind you that 
the whole premise of the show is you trying to dig up the most, because I know what you're doing, and you've done it a few times. <clears throat> Either that or you're running out of material, which, God, I hope not, because we're, we're hoping to do this show for a long time. You've seen, you've seen the current state of Canadian politics. I have. The, the, uh, the dumpster fire that is raging. So... Um, you know, that's we, fair. I it, mean, to it, be, it's, yes, it, we're never going to row. We've barely scratched the surface of history, and uh, everything that's going on right now is just it's just so much. I was going to say what I was going to say is, your originally the the podcast came out where your job was to dig up the most ridiculous things, parts of political Canadian history to prove to me just how insane Canadian politics were. And then as time went on, you're like, I'm going to sneak in some some actual to God, you know, some real nuggets of boring education <laughs> like did you know that the third person sitting to the left of uh the 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 aisle in the senate is uh is named john it's true we'll talk about that for an i'm like i don't care man so like i'm just here and letting you know two years later i've still got my eye on you okay give me some good still, shit. <laughs> that's good that's good and the listeners should too they should like let us know if it was a horrible kind of, like, example of, of a boring episode that you gave like we shouldn't we shouldn't <laughs> we shouldn't still. like sleepwalk into being a normal podcast about politics fuck that no we've got to oh, be we, the, we have gotten... we've got to be the drunk relative of political <laughs> podcasts oh i like that oh my god that's amazing Can thank you make that an, into a t-shirt the drunk relative of canadian pod political content i don't know whatever it was i mean it was better first time I'll yeah be honest. we had a speak pipe message i was just gonna say before we got the speak by speak by which i'm very excited about by the way i don't know why that is but cool <laughs> uh, we got a bunch of emails from people too we're just being like a lot of people are reaching out and saying hi lately and it's 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 really really nice um so i just want to say thank you yeah lots of listener. love yeah lots of reviews lots of kind words and lots we really appreciate emails that. and speak pipes and it's yeah. just been it's been really touching it's really um, cool yes yeah. awesome. uh, one of them i remember said that they wanted you reese to yeah. give us more historical well we did we did jfk and Stephen baker last, that's true last week. and th- really, th- yeah. this episode is going to straddle both the modern and uh modern and past world that's not right. The, the, <laughs> the past and the modern world. No, I like that. Better. The past yeah. world. Past world. This, the, I feel like the beginning Welcome to past is... world where history lives. <laughs> it's like West world. I can always picture you as an animatronic kind of creature in my, in my mind. <laughs> One of those cowboy sex robots from West world. Yep. That's how I picture you. Was first, yep. When I first met you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks he... like a cowboy sex robot. <laughs> Forever I saw one. Anyway, um, the brilli- brilliant, guys, brilliant, brilliant Welsh actor in that show, uh, Anthony Hopkins. Was he Welsh? He is. Well, he still is. Was he also a sex robot? No, no. Well, not that I'm aware of. No. Oh, okay. But yeah. Anyway, um, I'm going to play the speak pipe message, and I'll. I'm going to. I'm going to let you know. Yes. At first up. Uh, I'm going to put all, lay all my cards on the table. Okay. This one is from a friend. Oh, um, that doesn't count. A good friend, but <laughs> but I but I had to play it because he he had uh, COVID recently, and he also had a newborn baby, and he couldn't be anywhere near his own newborn baby for a few days. Oh, so I was like, ah, oh, and he sent this message, and I was like, do you know what? I'm going to play a message, and he also suggests, well, I'll just I'll just play it. I'll just play it. Yeah. Hey, Canadian politics is boring. Uh, this is Owen. I'm currently in a, in a small town called Barry in Wales. I say small. It's, it's quite large, actually. It's probably bigger than Halifax, to be honest with you. Um, looking out over the sea here as I walk the dog in the morning, having dropped my little girl in school. 
Um, I would like to know more about the island of Saint Pierre Miquelon off the off the uh, I think it's the northeast coast of Canada. I think um, it's been it's been notable by its absence from your excellent podcast so far. Um, I, I have dropped in on Google Maps and done street view on the island, and it is um, is quite something. All French cars, French signs. I mean, I realise you've got Quebec, and it's it's quite similar, but this is very much. France beyond France, and I think that's um, really interesting. And I'd love to know more. I'd love to know how more about how that fits into um, how Canada operates and how France operates. I love the idea they ship in their escargot from France directly, and they ship in their cars from France directly. I think that's remarkable. Um, anyway, cool. Bye. Oh, that was nice. Is that how uh, Welsh people are sarcastic? Excellent podcast. Is that? I don't know. I think pure you were, sarcasm. Like no, no, no. He he does like the show and he does listen, <laughs> and not just because you know. I think only a really good friend would listen to a podcast that is getting close to two hundred episodes and and listen just to be nice and be a good friend. That's I think true. He does enjoy it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Hi, Owen. So so um, I thought. Hope you're um, feeling better. Hope your kid's doing okay. No, his um, his uh, his family. He's got a really really nice family, and um, I think he's I think he's back out of isolation now. But I was like, oh, do you oh, know good. what? Let's play his message and let's do this episode. Sam okay. here in Michelin. I thought we had covered this. No, didn't we cover? Because there, I know there's a place. I know this, and I thought I learned it from you. Because fuck, man, the past two years has been just like, all right, Jesse, time to learn. Uh, I, I, <laughs> Buckle up, Jesse. Get your brain out of the jar. Put it back in your skull. <laughs> but I like it in the jar. I can, it's shiny and warm. Rinse off the formaldehyde. <laughs> and I, I do know that there is a place in Canada. There is. That is There's several. A, a part. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Jesus. That is a part of France. Not a part of Quebec, but actually legally a part of France, and I, I could have sworn you and I did an episode about this. We didn't. I think we did. I think if you look back on our episodes, we might. This is how many episodes we've done. Is we don't, we can't <laughs> just loop background. This episode is all about the drunken adventures of Johnny McDonald. <laughs> oh, that sounds familiar. I feel like we um, haven't done this episode. No, okay. I'm, I, that's all I really know is that there's a place in Canada that is actually a part of France, and. Uh, that's about all I know. So teach me, Obi-Wan. Teach you. I will. Okay. Um, Reese Wan Manobi. Reese Wan um, Man- Manobi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, San Pierre Miquelon is, um, it's a self-governing. I uh, already overs- guarantee that's not how it's pronounced, but I don't know. I'm not looking know. at it. I'm not reading yeah. it. I'm just that's- knowing. I just know you. So, so it's in Northwest Atlantic Ocean, right just south of Newfoundland and Labrador. It's the only part of Canada that used to be New France. So France used to have the vast, uh, the vast majority of like Eastern Canada under its control before the British took it off them um, in a few nasty fights. And this is the last bit that exists that like is still, a, like still Acadia French. As- as an yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. So it, it's it's 90- which is in its own separate thing, by the way. Which one day I actually would like you to tackle how um, Acadia split and became, I mean, uh, became both Quebec and New Orleans. Which, like, I'm that's like a horrible, horrible generalization of the entire thing. But uh, I would love to do an episode on that someday. Maybe see if I'm in the mood. It's up to me. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> that is interesting. We should. <laughs> anyway, it really um, is up to you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. We can. So, as it stands, it's a 93 square mile uh, island with a population of 6,000. Oh my god! Like Owen said, there's a bunch. You you go there. There's Renaults. There's Citroens. There's Peugeots. There's all these cars that you don't see and then uh, it it just literally looks like you are in france in terms of the road signs and the vehicles and i find it really fascinating because it's the character of it even though it's obviously surrounded by a bunch of atlantic provinces it's largely uh seems to be you know so closely linked economically and in terms of politics all the way back to france and europe um and even though even despite and this you're saying you're saying it looks like you're in france yeah, yeah. It kind of looks like, like the it, same architecture, the same it's, it's like not, cobblestone I, and like cafes and, and rude people. <laughs> just <laughs> Poodles taking a shit everywhere. No, it's not. It, it looks like um, it, it genuinely, it kind of looks like a mishmash of France. Like the cars and the signs and all those things are French, but then the architecture and the building stuff, all the buildings look a bit more like Atlantic Canadian. So it's kind of, it's, it's a kind of unusual mishmash. But, so it just, just looks like New Brunswick, basically. No, because New Brunswick, you don't see Renaults driving around New Brunswick. You don't see small European cars driving around. Uh, so it's the cars that makes the difference. Okay. I think there's so, lots, especially, there's especially, lots of, like, well, I suppose not purely. I mean, if you want pure French, you got to go into the heart of Quebec. But, like, okay. All right. But, but that's it. But, the, like, the and, and this is despite the fact that um, they didn't even have a direct flight to France for a long time. They they opened uh, Saint Pierre Airport um, to overcome that. Um, How big is in, this place? I want to see. It's two hundred and forty two square kilometers or ninety three square miles. Uh, it's actually two islands. So there's, there's Saint Pierre f- and Miquelon. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a flight between the islands, and there's also a direct flight to France. But before they used to have to go via Halifax, Montreal, or via Saint John's to get to to France from there. That's um, so fucking cool. It's yeah. It's and they even got like French it's a police. Tiny, 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 and it's like it's almost like three islands, and two of them are connected by like a really thin land bridge sort of thing. But it's so, but it's so close to like Newfoundland, and it's so it's very yeah. close to Newfoundland. Yeah, 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 yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So the story of how it ended up being there, it kind of it, so the island it, itself. 
no, no. Are we going to yeah, go into yeah. Pangea here? Like, yeah, yeah. Is... Originally, it was the it was the the everyone's favorite bit of Pangea, and then <laughs> um, <laughs> there was an earthquake. And it, if you if you base it on, I base my understanding of continental shifts on uh, the film Ice Age. Right. So at some point, a squirrel put an acorn in a crack, and then that's how it was formed. Damn. <laughs> Thank you, Reese. No, I'm no prehistoric geologist, but. <laughs> Anyway, um, so in 1520, the Portuguese explorer uh, João Alvarez Funguez, <laughs> Fungundes, um, rolls off the tongue. Jesus, Reese. <laughs> I, I won't lie, my Portuguese is shabby at best. Um, so um, he... <laughs> <laughs> now I, I say he discovered it was already being uh used by uh, the big Mar people um for centuries but um he as a european stumbled on the he, island the saint pierre and michelon were being used by the Mi'kmaq. yes it was already frequented by them they didn't have a permanent settlement but they, they knew i didn't it. realize i did not realize that the Mi'kmaq people uh reached up that high that high north apparently so I mean, there were, there, uh, 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 oh, okay. So anyway, it wasn't, so Europeans turned up, were like, no one's been here before, despite all these people. Anyway. So, um, <laughs> I mean, as she goes, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and and the, they named the island group the 11,000 Virgins, as the day marked the feast of St. Ursula and her virgin companions. Hold on. So. Just give 11,000 virgins. Back up. So, first off, they weren't talking about the, the, the natives on the island, I'm assuming. No, no. This they is... went, oh, look, 11,000 virgins on an island. Yeah. <laughs> I know what we call this. It's like a fucking game show. Honestly. No, it was because it was, it was tw- the 21st of October, and it was the, the feast day of St. Ursula with her virgin companions. Virgin companions? Exactly. This is a movie I definitely so, want to watch. If you have sex, you're no longer allowed to follow Ursula around. <laughs> it's just to go and recruit another one. It's HR nightmare trying to maintain the land of virgins. <laughs> Constant recruitment cycle. Anyway. No I've wonder never heard a, of this person in my life. No, one, no wonder she's a saint. No, but I- um, <laughs> I've never heard of this person in my life, and you talk about her like it's just oh, like it's Bob from down the street. Every, you know, Saint Ursula um, and her thousand versions. I think she had a sitcom in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> the thousand verges. Yeah. <laughs> you could just they nicknamed everything in the nineties. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, oh um, and then and then. Uh, a French explorer called Jacques Cartier, 16 years later, claimed the islands. Uh, Jacques. The, Jacques Cartier. Jacques. Uh, for the French king. Um, and then, it, and then, but apparently by that time, Basque and Breton fishermen from France were going up there to, to, to fish. But it wasn't permanently settled until the end of the 17th century. And in 1670, there were four permanent inhabitants. And four? Grew, four, and that had grown to 22 by 1691. Um just four people hanging out. Yeah. That what? Just four people lived there. So you're telling me that there was four people living there, and they're like, "This is fine. This is fine. We've got this giant, two giant islands all to ourselves. We're France." Yeah, yeah. We, we, this is that's well, how that. Happened. Yeah. I mean, they, they held a vote. 
three out of four people said we're France. <laughs> no, no, no. So that was the thing. So then when those, it grew to 22, and then uh, because Britain and France were like, didn't like each other, and they're like, no, I want Canada. No, it's mine. Um, because they were kind of doing that. Um, right. I, I saw it first. Yeah, well, I like it more. Um, right. You don't, you don't even use it. Um, <laughs> so the British Navy started to uh, pillage the We camps. should write elementary school plays about history. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I could see that going very, very well for you. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Hitler before World War II. I'm, I'm, I'm being really good, I promise. I've tidied my room. I am really good. <laughs> I think he's lying. Are you coming to the elementary school play? I don't know. What's it called again? It's called Hitler as a Kid. Hitler, oh, yeah. Young Hitler. Young young Hitler. <laughs> anyway, oh. uh, so a um, dark, doesn't it? Well, I mean, no, it's from what I understand. The kids love it. So it's a lot of painting, you know, a lot of finger painting. Yeah, exactly. Lots of um, tiny Lederhausen outfits. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> He gets his first, Hitler gets his first mustache. <laughs> it's a musical. And, and messes up his styling immediately. <laughs> anyway, um, so in the, uh, in the, the British Navy uh, started to harass people. So uh, the, by the early 1700s, the islands were once again uninhabited because they were like, oh, we keep trying to set up camps and a little house and, and the, the british, british come over and, and say get out of here yeah and go go on clear off you buggers like that so then france ceded the islands to the british and at the uh under the treaty of utrecht i think that's how you pronounce it i think is german which ended the war you're just killing it with languages today buddy utrecht I'm sure it's Utrecht. Anyway, it ended the war. This is the Spanish, the War of Spanish Succession in 1713. There were a lot of wars at this time. Mm. Um, and the British renamed Saint-Pierre to St. Peter. Um, and a small numbers of British and North American settlers began arriving. But then under the Treaty of Paris in 1763, which put an end to the Seven Years' War, um, France gave all of its North American possessions back to Britain and then gave the fishing rights to France along the Newfoundland coast um, as part of that uh, and and kind of got the island back. Hold on. You said that who gave what to who? After the seventh... They just kept handing it back. Britain and France just kept handing it back and forth all the time. Oh. And then during the U.S. Revolutionary War, France supported the U.S. So Britain again invaded and destroyed the colony in 1778. Jesus. Just to get back at France. These the poor end. fuckers who live there, man. <laughs> like, and at that point, the entire population was 2,000, and they all had to go back to France. Oh, wow. Um, and then, uh, and then they, again, they, there was the, the French returned, and they were again, then again expelled by the British in uh, 1793. It's like a kid um, being bounced know, back and forth between just, parents getting a divorce. like. And then, and then they installed British settlers, and the British settlers were chased out by French troops in 1796. And then at the Treaty of Amiens, it's kind of funny. I know, honestly, <laughs> I know it's, it's like a proper tiger rope kind of thing. And then the Treaty of Amiens in, in 1802 returned the islands to France, um, but then Britain reoccupied them just a year later. Um, <laughs> and then, and then he went back to. I wonder France. if there's like one person. 
who just kind of <laughs> stuck it out on the island watching all this they happen don't. back and forth and back and forth. like I'm not I'm not moving. I ain't going anywhere anywhere. And they're just watching their friend. All right, I'll see you in a year or two. It's like, but it's, it's almost like you've been kicked off the island and then a year later you go back because they've cleared the other people off and you go, oh, they messed with my stuff. <laughs> it's like, that poster wasn't on that wall. It's kind of like. <laughs> so, and then again, Treaty of Paris, 1814, they gave, Britain gave the islands back to France, but then they occupied them again in 1815 during the Hundred Days' War. Jesus Christ. Um, and then France then reclaimed it again because it was the British left her uninhabited. But all structures and buildings... I have no idea. This literally just keeps going. I know. This all is crazy. St- all the structures have been destroyed. Um, or, had di- or had dicks painted on them. Like, yeah, or had dicks yeah. painted on them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Someone had rubbed their balls on all the door <laughs> handles, so they just had to burn it down. <laughs> And then it does, it is very petty. I mean, <laughs> and they just uh, left like Polaroids of, of their balls being touching all the doorknobs and like posting on the doors exactly. so that they know. You know? Exactly. <laughs> and then the islands were once again resettled in 1816 by Basques, Bretons, and Normans. And they uh, also people from Newfoundland moved there. Um, so, yeah, it. And then, and then, because no one, they managed to not be chased off, and things calmed down a little bit. It became quite a prosperous fishing colony uh, thereafter. In eighteen sixty, what? Uh, that would have been after eighteen sixteen. Eighteen sixteen. Okay. Yeah. So things chilled out a bit then. What the fuck do people keep going back? Who's who's like, hey, you know what? So I think we should really move. Like, let's go to the New World, or let's go up north, or somewhere. Like, I hear Saint Pierre and Miquelon, or. St. Peter, as it might be called, depending on who's got it right now, sounds like a real happening place. This is a roll of the dice. See how long we get to live there for. Exactly. Like, who keeps, like, come on. Maybe, maybe, maybe they had, like, a really good brand in operation. They were, like, posters all around Paris saying, it's not as much hassle as if you heard. Like, like it's, it's, 75% less scrotums on doorknobs. This exactly. Year, yeah. <laughs> if they chase you off the island, we'll chase them back. It's a long tradition that's run for over a century. Um, I think I think they went back because there was it was good fishing and you could make money fishing there. Oh, it's right in a it's right in the strait, is it? Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, the, it's exactly. near the strait, is it? It's also it's also it's nowhere. It's is it near the strait? Fuck, I don't know where the strait is. <laughs> and then in the late eighteen hundreds, it became famous as being the only time the guillotine has been used in North America. Jesus. So Joseph Neal was convicted of killing Mister Coupard. Uh, on the 30th of December, 1888, and was subsequently executed by guillotine on the 24th of August, 1889. What did he do? He killed um, somebody called Mr. Coupard. I thought you were just going to end it at he killed. Just like just like a like a, a movie monster? Just <laughs> <laughs> He kills. He just, just kills. He just yeah. walks around and kills. Why, why did you put, chop his head off with a guillotine? He kills. But um, like... We've been we've been hanging, as we've talked about before, up to that point. So the guillotine is the only time it has ever happened in North America? Really? Yeah, because, I mean, it wasn't fashionable. They'd just shoot you or chop your head off with a sword or drop a piano on you from three stories above. It was like a French Those were the invention. good old days, the yeah. piano dropping. So, I know, yeah. or an anvil. Jesus. Um, <laughs> 
or they would they would build a time machine go into the future <laughs> bring a car back and run you over with a car that was popular in the 1800s right yeah um, I'm I'm looking at the map here, and there's. I think we did a. a I, I, let me tell you a bit more about the guillotine first. Okay. So the device. I mean, had, I know about the. I know what a guillotine is. Yeah, but the, this guillotine they brought over um, had to be shipped over from Martinique in the Caribbean. They shipped it. They, they shipped literally it shipped Martinique. it to kill one person. Yeah, because they needed. You could only kill people with guillotines. Um, otherwise, you're immortal. Apparently, but, it's like Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. You said this is the only time it's ever been used. So they literally brought it over to. Like, what happened after they killed the guy? They're like, okay, we're well, done. Ship it well, back. Like, what? Well, it didn't arrive in working order, so they had to fix it. And they couldn't get. No one was willing to perform the execution, so they pressurized a recent immigrant to do it. <laughs> Oh wow, um, and it's it's still there today as in a museum. Oh wow! So why hope, did they not continue it. killing people after Sorry? that? Why didn't they not? I guess what? there were no more murders, or, and then no one wanted to use the guillotine anymore. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at downtown uh, Saint Pierre or Miquelon. I don't know the southern. It's really. It's a cool place. Yeah, I'm just cool. looking at a Google Google top, topographical Google map, and I'm saying it's a cool place. I don't fucking know. It's just, <laughs> it's just lines, white lines, and a green background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks like a place that I'd like to go visit. Mm, look at those, white lines. Yeah. Look at those nondescript bumps. Right? Oh, that's my perfect vacation. Just like, <laughs> so, um, yeah. I don't know who this voice is. This is, <laughs> and I'm you can't see, but I'm bobbing my head back and forth too. Yeah, I've had. It sounds like you've got a sounds like you've got a cigar in your mouth as well. <laughs> Some kind of nineteen fifties. Uh, yeah, you see, of, captain of industry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Got to get this guillotine to St. Pierre, see? Got to kill one man. Who's up for the job, eh? You, you're new. You have to do it. (laughs) Come to St. Pierre and Miquelon. If you're new, we might make you kill someone. Oh, yeah, that's... Maybe that was, like, part of permanent residency. The application was... Well, you're saying they were really good with posters and promoting, like... Exactly. (laughs) Moving into... Ever wanted to kill a a man? Move to St. Pierre and (laughs) Miquelon. See, you've got away with words much better than I do. I never wanted to kill wanted a man to kill with an elaborate man. death device. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're much better at marketing than I am. Okay, just, <laughs> I never wanted to kill a man with an elaborate death device. You say I'm good at marketing, but I don't think I don't think I'd last long in a marketing agency with those kind of slogans. But. <laughs> Reese, we're trying to sell yogurt. <laughs> this is the third time this week you've brought up the slogan, ever wanted to kill a man. <laughs> I got a slogan for yogurt, or it was yogurt as you call it. It just looks Don't like cum. It tastes better. I oh, promise. Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, I'd be, I, I, I wouldn't last a week. <laughs> Go back to your ever wanted to kill a man slogans. They're much better. <laughs> Domino's anyway. Pizza. Ever wanted to kill a man? <laughs> I can, can be using all sorts of things. 
<laughs> anyway, oh, Domino's Pizza, it, it really has hair on top. There we go. <laughs> I just had a mouthful of coffee. <laughs> anyway, uh, 1903, oh. 1903, the colony toyed with joining the United States, um, uh, but nothing happened. So it wasn't really... Um, you could kind of say somebody had the idea. Maybe somebody suggested it. Nothing happened. Um, but during the nineteen, uh, the early nineteen hundred, uh, the early twentieth century, sorry, um, the fisheries became unprofitable, and lots of people moved to Nova Scotia and Quebec from the islands. Oh, wow. um, and also, the draft was imposed on all male inhabitants of conscription age in nineteen fourteen, and it kind of crippled the fisheries because a lot of the uh, it was just old men, women, and children left to run the fishing fleets fun um and 400 men from the colony. fishing fleet with nothing but children on board that'd be i mean I'd, <laughs> exactly be amazing. That, hey that's a that's a tv show right <laughs> toddler trawler exactly deadliest catch junior <laughs> just kids unable to reach the dials and kind of and navigational and instruments in, in yeah. the in the boat is that fish or my drawers? I can't exactly. tell where the scent is coming from. It smells exactly. Yeah, I'm not sure. put, yeah exactly. It's, it's kind of um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's kind of difficult. Like, how do you if you live on a small island and you've kind of just go, hey kids, no school today. Good news. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news is yeah. getting the fish in trawl. You know that yeah. really dangerous job that your parents do. <laughs> um, <laughs> but 25% of those 400 men who went to fight in World War I died. Um, and. Uh, For how, sorry, how many? 12, uh, 25% of the 400 men who left the island to, to fight in World War I died. So Jesus. It's is a big a hit on the ratio? population. I don't even know. 25%. I don't know. It's with the World War. I mean, like. So. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people, but like statistically speaking, is that good? I don't know. You get a perspective is everything, right? So like, I think a twenty five percent death rate is. I don't think you can ever describe that as good. <laughs> <laughs> we lost. You know, we lost. Uh, oh, I'm least. getting a phone call from a scammer. Hold on. Answer it. Put it on speakerphone. He- hello. They never pick Hi, up. This is Service Canada. We have got an order to suspend your social insurance number on immediate basis. Oh boy. Because your social been found suspicious for some illegal and criminal activities. Oh, good. It is very time sensitive <clears throat> and urgent to hear back from you. I bet it is. We proceed further with suspension on your social. Oh, they're going to get me to call a number. Please press one oh. to speak okay. to our officer. Please press one. Thank you. I press oh, one. this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Service can out and help you. Uh, I don't know. You called me. Fuck you. <laughs> Did he seriously just say he that? He did, yes. <laughs> that was amazing. Sir, service Canada needs some serious trick. Yeah, tr- wow, customer service training. Jesus, I know they were a little, they're a little rough around the edges. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, you weren't even like nasty. You're like, no, I wasn't. <laughs> that's, that's a, that is a bad scammer. There was no even like attempt to try and win you over to, to give your social insurance number away. 
Oh God, it's really funny. <laughs> it's like it's like he's just amazing. really sick of his job and just like he well, says he to a, himself, like a, every third person, I'm just gonna tell them to go fuck themselves, <laughs> no matter what. I mean, like I was lucky number three. If you if you if you if you conduct in like illegal uh, kind of calls, trying to trick people into giving you details so you can kind of steal their identity, you at least have your heart in it. <laughs> it's at least not your be... passion then man. exactly be... yeah yeah you know they say something if else. find something you love you never work a day in your life and if you're just doing illegal stuff you've got to at least enjoy the buzz of it i mean maybe he really enjoys calling strangers and telling them to, go to fuck you it's a very elaborate scheme just to insult strangers <laughs> <laughs> anyway well that was great that was, that was yeah, amazing it's <laughs> a nice little aside yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, little break <laughs> anyway back to sam service canada telling me to go fuck myself <laughs> 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 that's a first <laughs> it was amazing anyway um so uh during the prohibition era in the united states smuggling became a really important part of the economy of san pierre and michelon oh wow and apparently um, it, it, the island was responsible for importing 1.8 million gallons of whiskey uh, in 12 months uh, to the U.S. Holy shit. And then when they ended Prohibition in <coughs> 1933, it plunged the island into an economic depression. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then in World War II, the island, when France... Um, uh, surrendered, it became part of Vichy France, which was. Do you know what? Do you, you know you know about Vichy France? I don't. Do you, I know nothing so about it. Uh, when when uh, Hitler invaded France and they surrendered, um, the unoccupied part of France became like a like a puppet state called Vichy France. So a puppet state. So essentially, it was a, it was still it was kind of hey we're France the bit the, the bit left after you invaded, but it was um, like essentially like a puppet. They would do everything Hitler said. That was part of the terms of surrender. They were a, it was kind of run by fa- by French fascists in coordination with the Germans. Okay, so like hey we're France we just surrendered and they're like yeah you you be kind of like heavily influenced by the Nazi version of France. Um, so how, how is this how is this any different from any other place that. Germany took over. Um, I guess that they just obliterated the whole country, like in terms of the government, and just took over. Whereas France surrendered, and half of France had not been invaded. If you see what I mean? No, I don't really. So it was an uninvaded part of France that kind of then just because they surrendered was like, well, we'll just do what you say. Oh, I see. So they didn't to have avoid. to bother going in and invading. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't have to send in the like, tanks. They just were like we 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 give up, and then. Like they were then told to just yeah well this is your new leader this this, uh, uh, this little, muppet looking man yeah yeah this little French version of uh, uh, puppet Charlie Chaplin kind of, exactly yeah exactly so um so Charles de Gaulle do you know Charles de Gaulle I don't he, he you know I don't so so when <laughs> when France surrendered and was invaded he was the general of kind of the free French. So he, free France was basically French people who weren't in France anymore, but were still wanted to fight to win France back from Hitler. Um, so his forces seized the island um, in during World War II. Seized Saint Pierre and yes. Michelin. Yes, to claim it for free France. Who did? Uh, Charles de Gaulle. Okay, who was, so hold who was on. The leader so, of free so, France. Actually, did you say something that maybe I glossed over? Did Germany 
take over those islands? No, they didn't. No, that's right. You said they didn't. Okay, right. Because so sur- France they surrendered. just surrendered. They, right. they automatically so there was, became part of the Vichy France. Right. So they were over here, North America, doing their thing. Suddenly they get a telegraph. By the way, you're part of Germany now. Yeah, yeah you're, you're kind of a puppet. You're, you're good news. <clears throat> We've rebranded. We're now part of... <laughs> Diana fought in for this. So, and it was, wasn't really relevant. Although, although at that point, the, have you ever wanted to kill a man might be a really good slogan. For, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so, but the population, uh, 98.2% of the population... Apparently oh my God, vote- can you... Sorry, you know how you make those little posters for Instagram for each yeah. of our episodes? Can you please make it a... A promotional poster for moving to Saint Pierre and Mikolaou with the tag, the slogan that we've that you've come up with. <laughs> Ever wanted to kill a man? <laughs> Resettle in Saint Pierre and Mikolaou. Exactly. Oh, that'd be amazing. And then um, send it to them. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And then uh, so so ninety eight point two percent wanted to be part of Free France and ditch vichy france so they did and they and then we all know world war ii ended up uh cyb- cybernetic dinosaurs marched yep. on on berlin and the war was over i i missed that part of uh, history class i think yeah. i was asleep i wish i wasn't because <laughs> <laughs> exactly um and then uh so so since then it's been pretty peaceful that was the last time had any of any kind of drama really and as it stands the economy is um I mean, there's what is it, six thousand people there now. The economy, seventy six percent of the economy is processed crustaceans. Um, really? Yeah, uh, they are like this: seventy six percent processed crustaceans, five point three percent fish fillets, four uh, percent non fillet frozen fish, fish, one point seven five percent electrical parts, and three point one percent medical instruments. It's roughly how the economy breaks down. So main, mainly seafood. I gotta say, I've never. I've never heard anyone break down uh, a place's economy for me like that. It was quite well, neat. There's always a first. So yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Thank you. There we go. So that that is Sam P and Michael. I hope Owen liked that. There you go, Owen. Yeah. And if you want your own personalized episode, then maybe send us a nice message or something, like the government of Canada just did for me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> cool. I think. So. I think. I think we in a previous episode we talked about a different French island or set of islands that's not too far away. That's like above uh, P- Prince Edward Island. I, I try, what was it called? Um, I'm trying to find the name of it. This is really fun listening to you remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be my new podcast. Yeah. Jesse remembers. I can't find the name of it. I don't know what it's called. Uh, um, yeah, there isn't, there's another one up there as well. Just above, it's just above PDI. Yeah, Cap it's, or Mill. Capo meal, capo meal, no idea. Meow. But, uh, I think we talked about that. It's a, it's, it's that's just French, yeah. But it has nothing to do with France. Okay, yeah. So it, to know. get into Saint Pierre and Miquelon, do you need a passport? Like, well, yeah, you go into France. But like, that's amazing. Oh, I suppose. Wow. Okay. So, fuck. That's cool. I'm just there's like how there's got to be like. We've kind of glossed over some some things that I'm sure people would want to know, which is like, what's it like having another country so like inches close to a fucking provincial, uh, the end of a province? You know what I'm saying? Like getting in and out, sort of thing. Like if you wanted to go visit people on uh, in on Newfoundland, sort of thing, or 
There's like know, a li- there's uh, like customs a- getting mail. You know, do you know any of these? You know, I'm guessing you don't know any answers to any of this. I mean, if you want to know those things, I'm sure it's all on Wikipedia. Yeah, but see, this is why you do a podcast with me, because I, I don't mean, yeah, do but how boring would it be if I was like, so, if you would like to send a letter, and I was just trying to find interesting stuff from history, like the them Britain and France constantly messing up each other's bedrooms. <laughs> Yeah, all right. That is yeah. more interesting. I'll give you that. All right, that's and fire. seven seventy six point one percent processed crustaceans. That kind of gold. <laughs> you do know what I like. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody loves to see how an economy is segmented like Jesse. <laughs> so, it really gets me excited. Exactly. So yeah, um, that was it. This has been a long one. So let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs> oh, so, we're just yeah. leaving. All right, we're fucking Yeah, we off. should just okay. go. Well, thanks, Let's everyone. Patreon, Instagram, SpeakPipe. Um, so you actually forgot to put SpeakPipe in the show notes. Um, oh, I think should... People still found it. I yeah, I know. You, I don't Amazing. know if you remember the beginning of this episode. We had a message. <laughs> SpeakPipe.com forward slash Canadian politics is boring. And Reese oh. may or may not put it in the show notes for you to click on with your thumb. I don't give a fuck. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's for sure true. <laughs> cool. So, bye, everyone. Bye, and well, and like the CRA likes to tell you, fuck you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. 
There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.